0: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart.
0: Welcome to week eight of the bagels and locks podcast with david santola my name is chase Vidorsky, and david let's just rip the band-aid off right now the yankees got swept in embarrassing fashion uh and on top of it to make matters worse right before the uh, we started this podcast they announced that Aaron boone will be returning as manager uh just rubbing salt in my open wounds uh dave you have a minute take the floor
2: I, I just want to say to the New York Yankees, congratulations on a really exciting season. Uh, you guys won the division. You won a, a lot of baseball games. And I I think you should look back and be proud, you know. This isn't the 1950s. You can't win it every year. So just be happy for the wins that you had. You guys have a a, a great ball club and and a great GM and great management. And I hope they're there playing for you guys and doing what they did this year for, for a long, long time.
0: Yeah. One thing I will add is... Uh... We are now in the second longest drought in franchise history without being in the World Series. Our World Series drought just had its bar mitzvah. Uh, The Mets have been in the World Series more recent than us, uh, significantly. So, fuck me. Uh, But the good thing is, now that baseball is over for the entire city of New York, uh, we can focus on what really matters, which is NFL, college football, uh, the NBA. I got the Knicks game on in the background right now. Uh, And soon, college hoops a lot of good sports, uh, but we're talking football on this show. In fact, if you talk basketball, as we learned last week, you are banned. So we will not be talking about basketball. Um, I went three and two this last week. I was pretty happy with how I did. Uh, Ole Miss plus one versus LSU. Um, Dave, you, got, you g- tried to give yourself a mulligan for the Dolphins earlier this season when Tua got hurt. I would like a mulligan because right after we recorded the podcast, Jay said he was picking Ole Miss, and that's not fair for me.
2: If you get a mulligan every time that guy who bets 15 games a weekend picks on the same side as you, you'd be like three and four right now. So I've, these two things are not the same. So needless to say, Ole Miss did not beat LSU. Uh, LSU, a missed
0: extra point away from being 7-1 and one in the Brian Kelly's debut season. Very impressive. Uh, UCLA did not cover versus Oregon. Um, and for those keeping track at home, the Giants win Sunday probably kept me from jumping into traffic from a sports standpoint. Uh, The Yankees got shellacked in games three and game four and got swept UCLA in our biggest game in quite some time. I know I've said that three of the past four weeks also got shellacked Uh, the Giants saved me. And we're also my first win of the week. Giants covered plus three, one outright Uh, chiefs minus two and a half versus 49ers. I said, this is the easiest pick of the season. If you didn't pick it, I don't know what to tell you. And OK State Texas, the over was 61. They had a combined 55 points in the half. God bless the Big 12. Three and two, 18, 16, and one year to date.
2: I was two and three, which unfortunately is becoming a, a theme for me. Um, and really not doing good things for my record, although it was a, a little uglier before the two and three streaks started. Um dropped two of my three in college football. Um I good had me- the uh, and good memeing by you
0: on the Instagram account.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, a, a lot of the damage here was done in the first 20 literally minutes with, after we recorded. Literally within the hour. Yeah, sh- shout out to our listeners who uh, dubbed my voice over the, the actual game as they were going into halftime with the scores that were almost exactly the opposite of what I predicted in in Tennessee and, and Syracuse game. So, you know, credit to uh, Hughes for keeping them close and not credit to University of Tennessee Martin who stinks, should have listened to everybody who told me that. Um, and then I had the other side of that LSU bet, which I was my least favorite pick of the week, and I, I still don't understand why it hit. Ole Miss clearly frauds. Um, and then I had, I had the Packers. That one was terrible. That was – that was. I mean, they, they only lost by two points, but it was one of those where you knew you were going to miss it a, a, as soon as Heineke came out of the tunnel for the second half. That guy's a gunslinger. Um, and then I had, um, had Texans minus seven. I'm sorry, I had the Raiders minus seven, who, who blew out a bad Texans team. So, two and three.
0: Before we introduce our
2: guest, I'd like to uh, recommend a piece of literature uh, that Ooh.
0: Dave will have near and dear to you, your heart. Uh, if you subscribe to The Athletic, good article today from Wake Forest's own John Wafford on a day in the life of an NFL quarterback.
2: Yeah, John Wolford was a um, hardworking kid in my finance classes. Great guy. Um, you know, always, always was uh, sending emails about the project, especially on Friday nights when we had Florida state the next day. And it was like, Hey man, this is not, I'll take care of the accounting project. You take care of Florida state. So good, good dude. And And that's the, the first, first iteration of the bagels and locks book club in the books.
0: Yeah. It's always nice when a future NFL player wants to copy your work, Colton Miller, uh, first round pick of the Raiders. And I think their current left or right tackle copied off my sociology homework. Um, I didn't do
2: Wolford was was about to go into into banking right after college. I was copying his work.
0: Yeah, I got to be in that sociology class so I can only imagine what Colton Miller got. Um, All that said, introducing our next guest. He's the commissioner of our fantasy football league. Uh, He is recording live from the where are you nowadays?
1: I don't even know. Uh, I think New York somewhere live
0: Um, from locations unknown in the northeast region probably surrounded by fellow Jews like ourselves, half of David. Uh, the one, the only, Jacob Weicker. Welcome to
1: the Bagels and Locks podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Big fan of the show. Excited to, uh, to talk some football with you guys. So before we make our picks, Jacob, I just want to have
0: firm confirmation this year that the playoff schedule for our fantasy football league will be set in advance and will not be changed week of once matchups are already projected on ESPN. Wow.
1: Um that's uh way to start that off really, really strongly. Um, I would defer to Pete with all scheduling questions. Uh, Pete Peter Kane. Uh he'll uh he'll he'll defer to uh Pete, to those Peter, Peter for, Kane for our listeners, Whikert is the commissioner
2: of our fantasy football team, an expert delegator. Um and and I think we should save this for the end of the show. We can talk a little. Fantasy football commissioner. No, I,
0: I just wanted to get that one off my chest since yeah. Uh, it's
1: know. a it's a technical issue. Talk to ESPN. Yeah.
2: Shout out to
0: Peter Kane, who described himself today, quote, as watching half of an 18-minute sitcom.
2: Got a Gen Z attention span. Can you blame him? All right, let's get into the picks. Um, I'm actually going to do five NFL games this week.
0: Uh, There was one college game that really caught my attention. I'm not going to pick it, but Dave, I just want to ask you, is Wake, again, I know you don't like to bet on Wake, Wake minus four versus Louisville seems like a lot to me. Am I am I missing something here? Is does Sam Hartman have sickness again or what, what's going
2: on? No, no, no. I mean, I, I was I was gonna make a point of saying this. I won't bet it because I bet them with my heart and not my money. Um, but I, I just that line doesn't make any sense. Louisville's not good. We we've handled every bad team or even okay teams like Florida State that we've played this year um we i mean we're not really playing anyone close we're, we're blowing teams out right now we look really really good we're playing really top 10 really in the good country. Football. yeah i mean this is a top 10 team we're playing louisville they sink they don't even have a winning record um the, the fact that we're not that we're not giving double digit points it was was shocking and surprising to me uh if you're listening and you want a genuine lock take wake for us
0: so wake minus four is our official we will not bet this but you should pick of the week yes all right i'll start off with uh I'll go with the New York football giants plus three versus the Seahawks. Um, Look, Geno Smith is on a special run for Seattle right now, Uh, but so are Daniel Jones and the giants. Jacksonville's D I think is better than Seattle's and the giants moved the ball well against them last week. Brian Dable really utilizing Daniel Jones's legs um, and arm in the short game as well. Wondell Robinson helping move the giants move the chains. To me, one of the big X factors here is it sounds like DK Metcalf uh, is not going to play for Seattle which can really allow the Giants to hone in on Tyler Lockett. To be honest with you, I think these are two pretty pretty evenly matched teams. Giants are hot. It just seems like they got that good juju this week. Uh, I'm going to go with the Giants plus three.
2: I mean, this is a, a homer pick for me and Weicker. We, we love this one. I think Wink's going to have Gino's mind in a pretzel. Um, I mean, Walker's always a problem, but I think we're playing pretty good run defense right now. So, yeah, I, I love it. I won't bet it, but, um, I mean, we play every game close, so it'll be close, but if we're, if we're getting points, I love it.
0: biker this is usually where you jump in with some analysis, but you know, to each is on
1: you want to talk Giants football. <laughs> I okay. No, I, this is actually my first pick as well. Um, I really uh, agree with you. They're playing good football, both ends. They're, you know, they're schematically beating other teams, which in the last 10 years of Giants football, you'd argue that they would lose the schematic, uh, uh, you know, uh, of, of a game. Um, so they're playing teams tight. They're winning down the stretch. Jones is playing great. The offensive line worries me a little bit because Neal and Bredesen, I think, are not going to play, which is an issue uh, as well lo- uh, as well with Bellinger. Um, but I do think they're the better team. They're the better coach team. And I do see them winning. And that is also my first pick is the Giants plus three. <laughs> All
2: right, Dave, right. First it. pick. What do you got? I-, I love it. All right. So I'm, I'm going to do one college pick. Um, so last week, l- like that guy that Bayheim ran over, um, no one no one saw no one saw Cuse playing Clemson that close. People don't forget. Um, I didn't see it coming. Look, I bet Clemson minus fourteen, um, and and Cuse looked good. Uh, you know, and, and they're they've proven to be a good team. They blow out the bad teams. They run the football. They got a, a real leader in Garrett Trader. Um, and and this week they're at home minus two and a half against the Notre Dame team that is is not a good team um, and the type of team that that Q's has been handling every single week before they they did run into one good team in Clemson. Um, so, I mean, I, I love Cuse minus two and a half in the dome this week. Uh, Notre Dame is bad. Cuse is good. Don't overthink it. I feel like if this wasn't Notre Dame, if it was the exact same football team, but they wore a different Jersey, um, Cuse would be given a touchdown. I agree with you there. Uh, and I defer to you on ACC picks. My question for
0: you is what coach in year one has been more of a disaster? Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame or Mario Cristobal in Miami?
2: Oh, it's gotta be Freeman, right? Because dude, like I mean, I don't dude, know.
0: Miami lost to Duke and Middle Tennessee State.
2: Yeah, like Miami's yeah.
0: in the bottom half of the ACC.
2: But like, I mean, nobody thought that was going to be a one-year turnaround deal. Like Notre Dame was kind of good last year and the year before. Freeman has made them actively made them worse. Christopher is just, I like, just like, not. I just, just want to go on the record. Kind of good last
0: year, I believe they were eleven and one going into the bowl game. Yeah, <laughs> they they finished five prior to CFP. All right, go Cuse. Uh, My second pick, since Weikert and I both took the Giants, I'm going to stay in the NFL. I'm going to go Dolphins minus three and a half versus the Lions. Uh, The Dolphins did not look that impressive versus the Steelers, but it was two his first game back. I think he'll be a lot more comfortable coming back from that concussion in week two. I I think this game could be a shootout. I I just think when push comes to shove, the Lions can't stop anybody defensively. Um, This Dolphins offense has finally started to lean on Raheem Mostert in the run game. He's comfortable in the Shanahan offense. Tyreek Hill and Waddell need no introduction. I I, I don't know. I get why this line could be close, but I think the Dolphins win this game by at least seven points, uh, strictly because I just the the Lions' D is just bad.
1: Yeah, this would have been my other pick. Well, one of my other five or four, um, but I chose to go other. But I was very close in taking the Dolphins as well. I don't see a world in where Detroit can keep up and or stop Miami. So, um, I think it's a good pick. I mean –
2: Look, I, I, I took the under here, and that's going to be my next pick. So I, I disagree with the analysis that the Dolphins offense is heating up. I mean, they've put up over the last six weeks, 21, 15, 17, 16, 16. Um, so, I mean, their offenses look bad. I know Tua didn't play for a lot of those games, but I, I don't think this offense is all that good. Um, and the under is 51 and a half against the Lions offense. That also looks bad and is still pretty banged up. So I feel great about the under here. Um, I mean, as far as the Dolphins pick, that they're probably the pick, but they're just not going to score that many points. So this, I feel like this is going to be a close game. And, you know, you could you could definitely see the Dolphins win by two points and, and you lose this bet. So I'm, I'm just happy to take the under here.
1: All right, White, what's your third pick? So I'm going to take the Jags. Uh, not really at home because they're in London, I believe, the 930 game. Um, that's home for them,
2: though.
1: That's home for them. That's right they love going to London. I love it. Uh, they're getting two and a half or I'm sorry, they're giving two and a half to the Broncos. Um, I think the Jags have, you know, one, they're committing to ETN and I completely agree with that. I think he's dynamic in the run game, uh, by the Robinson trade, uh, Lawrence, you know, one uh, given time can pick apart defenses. Their, uh, defensive front is pretty solid and, you know, has a lot of talent between Allen and Trayvon Walker, but mostly, you know, the pick is really because of the Broncos. I mean, whether it be Wilson or and it doesn't really matter. The scheme's horrible. The offensive line plays bad. They're banged up. Um, you know, I, I, I see Jacksonville winning this game, controlling the tempo, uh, and covering two and a half.
0: I agree with you. Um, plus, Jacksonville isn't like London basically their second home stadium.
2: Yeah, they play there every year. Every yeah, year.
0: Yeah, give me the Jags. The Jags offense, like, to be honest with you, they should have beaten the Giants last week. If Etienne just holds on the ball late, they win that game. Simple as that. Uh, they traded James Robinson so they can use Eddie and more offensively. Um, I think the Jags are going to make some noise in the second half. I still think they finish below 500, but it'll be a respectable looking
2: below 500. So I'm going to say the exact same thing I said to Chase's pick, year pick, Wiker. I took the under here. Um, it's a lot lower. It's 39 and a half. But I mean, Denver can't score at all. They're 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 putting up like 10 or 11 points for half of their games. It's it's shockingly low. So I mean, if you assume that Denver scores maybe twice then then Jacksonville's got to put up a lot of points they got to score like three touchdowns to to for this over to hit I mean I don't I don't see that happening I don't I don't think their offense looked particularly good last week um it didn't look bad and and I think our scheme's tough on on young quarterbacks but this under is low 39 and a half is not a big number but it's just it's so easy to bet it with, with the Broncos. They just can't put points on Do the board at all. Do you still
0: think that given that Russ spent four of the six hours on their flight doing high knees, thrusts, and running during the flight?
2: The the more try hard things Russ does, the worse he gets. It's like if he just chilled and, and Kyler Murray call of duty for a week he'd be back to old Russ, but like, he's, he's just making it worse with all the shit that he's doing. Yeah. The subway commercials make me really uncomfortable.
0: Uh, So Dave's, so Dave's got two unders in a college football pick. I will go with my third NFL pick. Uh, I'm going Raiders minus two versus the saints. I canceled the saints earlier in the season. Um, And I think this Raiders team figured out the formula. You know, I, I think they realized in Josh Jacobs, they have an above average running back who to be honest with you, he's sitting free agency. Just run him into the ground. You're not going to pay him anyway. You drafted Zamir White to take over next year. Um, I think they got a good balance. Waller's coming back this week. And the Saints, I just think at the end of the day, I think Jameis gives, Andy Dalton gives them a higher floor than Jameis, but Andy Dalton's not that guy who's going to go out and win you the game, uh, in my opinion. And I also just think Dennis Allen is one of those guys, almost like a Spags type, like really strong coordinator, could win you a lot of games. but just isn't cut out for the head coaching chair. I mean, you look, the Saints have a bad record this year. I think Dennis Allen in like three, two, three years won like 10 games with the Raiders when he was coaching them. Um, I just got a good feeling about the Raiders and, you know, I canceled the Saints. So I, I got to stick to my conviction there.
2: The I, love, I love this pick. I love the Raiders. They're playing really good offensive football. I just like, I don't know, the Saints are so weird. You never know what Saints you're going to get. Like, is it going to be... I, I don't know. So, like sometimes they look like genuinely the worst team in football. And sometimes they look like a, like a perfectly average nine and eight football team. And I just don't know what you're going to get.
1: Yeah. That's, that's why I wanted to stay away from this one. Um, I understand the love for the Raiders they are playing much better football. They found their, you know, their identity with the run game. Uh, the defense is still horrible. And that's why I think you can catch a Camara day where he goes for, you know, 150, 200 all-purpose. Oh. Year, dominates this game up front. Um, but I think I agree with a 100%. You don't know what form of the Saints you're going to get on both sides of the ball because uh, they are inconsistent. But I, I I think I'd defer to the Saints at home getting the points as opposed to the Raiders. One thing I will say about the Saints,
0: and this is a bit of an NFL trade deadline preview, uh, which is next Tuesday, November 1st. Um, the Saints traded their first-round pick last year. I don't even know. Who, who did they trade up with the Eagles to get in the first round last year? Love it. No, right. I don't think, no, I think a was their pick. I think there was another guy they took in the first round. Was it a, hold on. I'm doing some very quick spotty research. Regardless right now, if the season ended, uh, the saints would have the fourth pick in the draft, which means the Eagles have the fourth pick in the draft, um, which means in my end, watch out for the Eagles at the trade deadline, because that is a phenomenal, phenomenal asset.
2: Yeah, and they just look so good though. I mean, I'm not sure they, they traded they,
0: up for they traded so they traded what would have been the fourth pick in the draft this year for Trevor Penning. Offensive tre- tackle, northern Iowa.
2: Wait, didn't didn't the Eagles go out and didn't they trade for Robert Quinn today? Or is that, that Robert one? Quinn today. Yeah, for a fourth. For a fourth. I mean, yeah, I don't think they're gonna move that for who who Who's on the market right now that you trade a first for? You trade, if you,
0: you trade the fourth pick. The only guy you trade the fourth pick in the draft for is if the Panthers say we would do that straight up for Brian Burns. You make that trade.
2: Yeah. All right. That's a legit no, I mean, I
0: young all-pro DN that you trade the fourth pick in the draft for. But I digress.
2: Um, last, thing, last thing on this game, Saints are 1-5 and five against the spread that's last in the league. So I'm loving this Raiders pick more and more. I wish I put it on my card.
0: Um, I think we're all three
2: in now. Is that correct? So
0: uh Weikert, I'll throw it over to you for pick number four. So I uh I
1: think this is my third pick. I don't think I've made my Weikert, I'll throw it over to you for pick number three. <laughs> Come on, man. There's, there's five picks. Uh so I took the Titans minus two. Um this kind of, this game felt like a trap. It is a solid AFC South showdown, um, you know, between the Titans and, you know, they're in Houston. Uh, but I don't understand why they're only giving two points um the titans have won two or three in a row they're playing much better football than they started the beginning of the year the houston texans are barely a football team um and i think they're going to run all over them control the clock control the you know the momentum of the game um so i'm taking the titans to cover minus two on the road in houston
0: yeah this was my fourth pick i i just think that texans is I feel similar to the Texans as I do almost about the Lions where like they're that team that'll stay in games, make it kind of interesting but then ultimately lose. Um and I think Derrick Henry's had some good games, he had 100 yards past couple games. I think this is a game where the king returns and they just run all over the Texans. Um really I think the only way the Titans lose this game is if Rabel decides to let Tannehill air it out and Tannehill beats himself.
1: Which is totally. entirely possible. Totally. No, Henry, Henry should have at least 25 touches, minimum. I mean, he he should they should feed him all game. Um
0: and you guys should all root for that because I'm playing Jay in fantasy this week. And who likes to watch Jay win?
1: Not I. Not I.
0: This is how uh, you make yourself seem like a good guy.
2: That's right. <laughs> are you guys concerned at all that Vegas has put the cheese out and this is a rat line and you guys are just eating it up? With, oh, with no regard for why the line 100%. is what it is. I feel the same sense.
0: I feel the same way about Raiders minus two. But you know, sometimes if it's Gouda, if it's mozzarella, if it's Swiss, sometimes you gotta just eat the cheese. <laughs> it does uh,
1: like a trap. It absolutely feels like a trap, but I think they're the the much better team. And uh, I think Ken, King Henry returns. That's that's the uh, that's the motto for that. So we'll see.
0: King Henry Returns sounds like a bad HBO Max movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Um, all right, I'm on four. Dave, you're fourth, then Weikert's fourth, then everyone's last pick. I'm on track now.
2: All right, so I'm going? I'm you confused. are going. Okay. Um, so my last two picks... On the NFL side were two unders, which is not something I do, which you took tell everybody four that. unders this week. Oh, or you're saying no, you're, no, no, like, no, no. your previous and my, two. My my previous two picks were were, were NFL unders, unders, unders. which unders. says a lot about how the, I'm just Stevie Wonder looking at this NFL board this week. I just Dude, I, I Stevie get Wonder's my mind hold on it.
0: Stevie Wonder. I don't know if he's blind. You see that video where the microphone falls and he just grabs it midair.
2: Yeah, I've seen that. You're you're like all conspiracy theory this year. You're are you our bagels and locks conspiracy theory? uh, correspondent, I did, because that's I, ridiculous. I, I did take two conspiracy
0: theory classes as upper division electives in college. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and now you think Stevie wonder can see it's nah, just a marketing scam. No, nah, he's pretty fucking blind to go on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> the point is, the point is that I hate this next pick. That's the whole point is that I know for a fact it's a loser and I'm still going to pick it this week. Um, which is how little I think I know about who's going to win NFL games right now. Um, I'm taking the bears plus nine and a half. And I'm not even going to provide any reason for it. Can you just,
0: can you tell me who they're playing?
2: Oh, they're at the Cowboys. (laughs)
0: Dude, fuck it. Bears. I I think, I think the bears, I feel similar to the bears about how I feel about the giants last week. They realized your quarterback's best asset is that he can run and that guy's defense is off guard, lean into it.
2: Shatters plus nine
0: and a half. Fuck it. Do you think, I'm going to circle back to the Saints for a second. Do you think last week when Kevin White had that 64-yard catch, every Bears fan jumped outside their window?
2: I think they were <laughs> happy for him. I couldn't disagree more,
0: knowing our Bear fan friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I was, this was, this was the pick I was going to replace with the Detroit-Miami uh, pick. I have the Bears plus nine and a half misery loves company. I'm in Dave. Um, I think they're going to run the ball well, because they're the best running team in football and Dallas does not guard the run. Well, um, I'm sorry, Jason, Jason, I'm, I'm jumping, you jumping your pick here, but uh, I wanted to, to keep this rolling, this bear love because you know, forget the Cowboys, um, but I think they're going to play in close. I think they're going to lose the game, but I think they're going to keep it close. Um, and Dallas is not that explosive of a team. You know, Dak's still finding his footing. They're banged up position-wise. Zeke's hurt. Zeke's hurt, although I think Pollard's the better run. Yeah, that's player. a good thing, though. Um, and their line is just not nearly as dominant as it's been in years past. So I agree. I am taking the Bears uh, plus 9.5 as well.
0: You didn't hot me. You guys were making your fourth pick, and I already made four, so it's all good. Like, um, my last pick, Joe Burrow's back, baby. Bengals minus 3.5 versus the Browns. The Browns stink. Dave tried to tell me two weeks ago when I've been on them against the Patriots, I, I thought maybe Jacoby Brissett could keep the ball rolling. That's not the case for whatever reason, they keep letting him throw the ball. Um, and this Bengals offense the past couple of weeks, I think they figured it out. They are re- realizing how to utilize chase Boyd uh, and Higgins, three stud wide receivers burrow. I think is playing like playoff burrow right now and, um, if you don't like Bengals minus three and a half, I would take the over in this game. I don't think either defense is very good, um, but I like the Bengals to put up a bunch of points, cover minus three and a half here.
2: I love this pick. I'm telling it with you. I've been saying it, that the Browns suck. They haven't beaten anybody and the teams that they have beaten have been really bad and they barely beat them both. It was the Steelers and the Panthers. I mean, this is like an absolute seller. <laughs> worst team in the in the league, Top, you know, bottom five worst teams in the league, Browns. Um, and this is the Bengals team that's really coming on. Uh so I'm 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 riding with you, Cincinnati minus three and a half. And this is my bagels and locks schmear of the week.
0: Oh, I gotta pick one of those.
1: Mm. <laughs> Mine's wake minus mine four. <laughs> I agree. I think the Bengals are gonna walk in and, and uh handily beat the Browns. The Browns are very bad. This this is not my pick, although I completely agree with the analysis um and if i were to bet the game i would take the Bengals minus three and a half however for my last and fifth and final pick i'm going to be taking the over in the minnesota arizona game uh i think this is going to be a shootout i think the team what's what's the total 40 i think 48 okay 48 and a half um i think the team with the ball last could quite frankly win it um i think DeAndre Hopkins coming back, opens up that offense in Arizona. Um, you know, Murray's got his his guy back, and it opens up the, the rest of the field for the other playmakers. And they can't stop anyone. And Minnesota can score at will. So um, I think this is going to be an absolute shootout. Um, and I know it's a higher point total for sure, 48 and a half, or whatever the line is. But uh, I do think they get there.
2: All right.
0: So before we reveal our or wrap up our picks, uh, let's talk a little fantasy football. Uh Dave, I'll let you moderate.
2: Fantasy football commissioner. Some people say it's the hardest job in sports. Um, I disagree. Many people don't know that I was the commissioner of our league for uh what what most people would call it its heyday and its glory years. Um I did a fantastic job and was removed for completely um unfounded criticisms and 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 Accusations, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But but yeah, I mean, a a lot of people say it's it's the hardest job in sports. And and Wiker, I'd like to uh, get your your take on that and how hard it's been for you.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's certainly not easy. Um, I take pride in what I do. Um, You know, there's a a lot of gray hair coming in. You know, every night wondering uh, who's doing what. Is everything running smoothly? I mean, you know, I get it. Um, You do take over the draft prep, which is probably far and away the most labor intensive. So I appreciate that um i'm pretty sure dave planned the draft and i made the spreadsheet but go on you did you did but i i tell me more though how you took over the draft spreadsheet though you know i'm clickety clacking you guys are having fun drinking you know so um but i think the biggest the biggest reason as to why i'm such a good gm is because you guys can't be trusted with the money with the rules it's crazy he's such a good he's such a good commissioner he just called himself a gm Oh, GM Commissioner GM, same thing. You got to defer to the to the to the outlier in South Jersey, which I don't blame you. I would do the same. You know, remove it from the group. Um, but no, I I enjoy my job. You know, makes me uh keeps me around you guys, which I love, and um I make you know make sure everything's run smoothly because I know it is because we're we're making sure it's done right.
0: So you well, brought up you brought up the money. Now's the time to put people on blast. Has anybody not yet paid for the league? Uh, if so, here's some public shaming. I gotta well, think Santola is one of them.
1: That's a great question. Uh, I'm pretty sure, almost certainly sure, if Santola is one of them. Um, hold on, let me bring up my spreadsheet.
2: I don't pay you, Waiker. You pay me. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, I, I won the last two years. No big deal. So um, yeah,
1: go go ahead and shame. Uh, what do guess? What do you think the line is on the amount of people that have paid so far? Where to on, what both, you, a guess! Under six and league, half. seven and a half. So, Sintel, so, you're saying seven and a half, Chase six and a half? Yeah, over seven and a half. So, including myself, if you want to include myself, we're at seven.
2: All right, I'm going to try to name all seven right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, got, I got more questions for, for Mr. Weichert about, about his being the commissioner. Um, so, an, an anonymous league source told me today that you've actually been in, investing everybody's buy-ins and in, in risky assets trying to make a quick profit for yourself. Uh, what would you say to that? <laughs>
1: um, I would say I would vehemently deny that accusation. Um, uh, uh, as a um, as a righteous person, uh, I put it in an escrow account, and then of course I would pay the winner with interest. Um, and uh, I don't do that. However, assets are looking pretty undervalued these days. So you know we've taken a couple. <laughs> taking a couple of, of faith you know um but another
2: anonymous league source had, had specifically said this to me and this is word for word um the league was so much smoother and better run when david was commissioner i wish he would be commissioner again that's what do you got to say to that anonymous league source that i can i can sneak
0: in her shout out right now did annie write that
2: no it's a league a league member. several actually
1: has this has this league member paid their fantasy dues seven weeks if so their
2: opinion if so
1: their opinion is uh uh, means nothing I, i mean look if it were up to me we should go back to the days of you can't draft if you don't pay just saying
0: uh commissioner i have a genuine question is there a trade deadline in our league
1: i believe so it's whatever the espn standard is which i think is like late november I'd he imagine. doesn't even know when the trade deadline is. Come on, guys. Come Run.
2: on. Come on, stop. This you is in 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 fa- you can have it. You can
0: have it. In fantasy uh- news because this is going to be a shocker for Dave. Dave, I am actually working on trades right now, believe it or not.
2: Yeah, none of them will happen. We've heard this story before. For, I'm for the one offering. Have-
0: I'm the one offering the trades.
2: We, we discovered earlier in the podcast that Chase has been playing football for 15 years and has never executed a single trade.
0: Uh, I, that's not true. I traded with you a couple years ago.
2: That's absolutely false. We've never traded. I gave, you, never Darren, made a trade.
0: I gave you Darren Waller. You won the fucking league with him.
2: I, that didn't happen. Look, you've never executed a trade. Don't try to back out of this.
0: I'm not backing out of it because Mort called me angry. How could you trade him Darren Waller and help him win the league? I was like, I have Waller and Kelsey. I needed a wide receiver. You get, I could even tell you who it was. It was Brandon Cooks for Travis Kelsey. That didn't happen. I'm doing some research.
1: Oh. Looking at the league records. Who are you yeah. looking to tra- – are you ongoing negotiations, uh, Chase? What are you looking for?
0: You know, we're just looking for some wide receivers.
1: Right. Me too.
0: Hold on. Hold on. I'm scrolling through old text right now. Do, 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 do. Nah.
2: This is terrible podcasting. Just Just keep ta- you guys can keep talking while I'm reading through this, David. Yeah, you might want like it twice, three times, three rings, most wins, highest winning percentage, most playoff appearances, um, and most championships. And aren't I second in winning percentage? I think no, I am. No, you're probably somewhere in the middle, but you, you they- really try hard every year. Um, Eat, and you should. I, I
0: have the text confirmation right here October twenty. 20- this is why you don't delete your text for petty arguments like this, guys. October 1st, 2021, you said, you won't do it straight up. Think about another tight end deal. like this one better, though. I said, crazy question. Would you kick in Gisecki if you're not going to play him? So the trade was Mike Gisecki and Brandon Cooks with Darren Waller. You said, you yeah, I'd be okay with that if it gets the deal done. I said, done. Send in my way. Pleasure, sir. Just sent. Thanks for being reasonable. And then you even said, hate trading with you because I think we'll be competing for that last, last playoff spot, which we did. Uh hopefully we'll be in and Carosena will be out. And then I said, would love to see that happen.
2: I'd like to see these texts. They sound fake.
0: DS David Santola. I will be I will be posting them on the Bagels and Locks Instagram page as written as photo evidence. No, you don't have a password. I will hack that shit and put it on. Um
2: I did make that trade. And trade. Right. One trade right. in 15 years. <laughs> Weikert, any closing remarks as uh, the, the commissioner
1: of a, of a very important fantasy football league? Yeah, no. Um, I, uh, well, one, thanks for having me on this, uh, this week. Appreciate it. I think uh, I went five and o, Um So we'll, we'll see how I, how I do In terms of fantasy football. I'm not happy with my team's performance as commissioner. I think I've done a fantastic job as per usual. Uh, everyone's kept orderly. Everything's neat, and tidy. Um, a few flare ups here and there from the, the, the the, usual suspects, but, but all in all, um, my team's not good. I need uh, wide receiver help if anyone's listening to this, and I need uh, I have running backs to offer, so um, not happy with the performance, but hey, we're still uh, we're still early this year, so we got time.
0: Um, I have nothing to add other than last year I was in the Sacco semifinals, and it's really nice to not be in the Sacco conversation this year.
2: Ooh, of, that's the mush. That's the mush in week seven.
0: For those of you who don't know, they were going to wax my chest hair. I have a lot of chest hair. It was going to be really painful. That's the
1: problem. I'm in sacco contention right now, so I got to go call Wynn or something and make a trade, make something happen. I don't
0: know. Dude, I tried it. He's he's steadfast in keeping his guys. He's not budging. <laughs> I'm a step ahead of you. When um, all, me- the, all of a sudden, Brees Hall's hurt, and Wynn
1: thinks Michael Carter is about to be the next Curtis Martin. <laughs> Wynn and I have a once a year tradition usually we make a trade although it didn't happen last year but uh it doesn't have- sound like much of a tradition then at all well, five or six years it was hey when let's make a trade and we would and uh last year didn't work but maybe this year you gotta love a guy who likes to trade just because it's
2: fun he just likes to rush is he getting beat is he getting you know the the worst end of it the better end of it he doesn't care he just likes, he's like he's a deal guy and I love that I love that about our friend Jason Wynn Dave any concluding thoughts from you for this week? Deeks minus four.
0: Um mine will be. Dave, more of a question for you. Um obviously we don't ever want to wish people harm on this podcast. But if there happened to be a natural disaster that canceled the World Series for both the Phillies for you and the Astros for me,
2: would you be not not down? I I feel really good about the Astros uh being the better team and winning. Um, and as I've always said, I hate the Yankees more than I like the Mets. So the potential to to see you guys feel bad about uh, how this ultimately goes um, is what I'm sticking with. So, no, I'm against a natural disaster. And so that sure is this. the
0: pettiness of a Mets fan in a nutshell to wrap off the podcast. With Jacob Weichert and David Santola, my name is Chase Podorsky. This is the Bagels Locks podcast. Have a great week.